Welcome, my fellow humans, to another episode of the Healthy Happy Human Podcast, the show where I teach you how to live healthy, be happy, and lead an all-around full and fulfilled life. With new episodes each and every week, I bring you industry-leading experts, thought leaders, and all-around brilliant minds on topics ranging from mindset to nutrition to habit building to fitness and more. My goal is to help you get from where you are to where you want to be in life. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's dive in. What is up? What is up? What is up, my fellow humans? Hope you are healthy, happy, having a great day today. I am here today with a solo episode. Going to be talking about some powerful, important words that I think you really need to understand. But before I hop into all of that, just another reminder, as always, to share this podcast with someone that you care about, because I do my best to give value. And I hope that you are learning something from this stuff and taking something away from this from when you do listen. And then my hope would be that if you're learning and you're growing and you're enjoying what I'm putting down, putting out there, that you would want to share that knowledge, that growth, that secret sauce with someone you love or someone you care about or a coworker or an employee or a friend or a baby who you want to get started really early on their personal development journey because it's never too early to start. So share this with a two-year-old. I don't care. As long as they subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, they are my friend. So please share it wide and far. As always, you know, check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram, subscribe to the newsletter because that's where I'm, again, putting out most of my free content. I do a lot of free trainings on Instagram. Add me on Facebook and LinkedIn. It's just at Paul Levitin. I do weekly free trainings on Facebook Live. So check me out there. And without further ado, today's episode is about abundance versus scarcity specifically an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset. So let's jump in. So when we talk about mindset shifts, big monumental changes that go on inside of our head that can make a big difference, there are certain key things that I think are super important to understand. And I call these paradigms because when a paradigm shift occurs, it changes everything. And at least in my experience, in my understanding, you can never go back. It's like opening Pandora's box, right? Once you open it and see what's inside, the point is it can never be closed again. Or when Eve bites the apple in the Garden of Eden, there is no turning back that switch. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube with certain things. And while these things are hard to implement, if we can latch on to them, again, it will change everything about our lives, right? So understanding the difference between abundance and scarcity is a huge, huge key one. And as always, awareness 
education, understanding, action, right? So awareness and education, those are the first two steps, but then it's taking action. That is going to be the part that is hardest and takes a long time because everything is easier said than done. But what I aim to do with this episode is just make you aware and to understand what this means for you. So what am I talking about when I'm saying abundance and scarcity? A scarcity mindset is a mindset of never enough. This is the place that most people live. Scarcity around things like money, things like possibilities, things like chances or anything in general. It's the feeling that there is a finite amount of resources available to us. And because of that, we must be very cautious about what we do, how we spend that money, how we spend those resources, because we are always fearful that there won't be more coming in, right? If you're down to your last $10, you're going to hold on to that $10 very tightly. And this scarcity mindset keeps people stuck because in order to grow, we have to push ourselves. We have to go outside of our comfort zone as cliche as that is it's the honest to goodness truth and while we are too afraid to push ourselves because we are afraid and living in scarcity we are never going to do it it's living with one foot in one foot out i want more but i'm afraid right these type of thoughts often happen subconsciously but there are some key things that we can look at to see if we're living in scarcity or living in abundance. Now, an abundance mindset would be the opposite. Abundance would be the understanding that we live in a universe of infinite possibilities, that there is infinite money and infinite energy, and there is no limit to what we can have or achieve or accomplish. And when we understand that and we embrace that fully, and we really, really believe that in our heart of hearts, it allows us to be so much more free and to push ourselves and to try new things because if everything is infinite, it doesn't matter if I mess up. It doesn't matter if I fail. It doesn't matter if I lose my last $10 because I know that there's more money out there for me. It doesn't matter if I screw up this try on writing this book, if I make this blog and it bombs if I put out this social media content and no one likes it because there's always more. There's always another try. There is no end to this. This is also known as the infinite game, right? There's a book by Simon Sinek, which I read and have talked about on this podcast before, but I really enjoy because it talks about this entire concept. It's called the infinite game. And that's exactly it. We understand that finite games are games that end. Chess has an end to it. Poker has an end to it. A football game has an end to it. Life is an infinite game. There is no winning. There's an end, which is death. But beyond that, before that, there is nothing. Meaning, we 
do all this hard work thinking we're going to get to the top of an organization and start as the mail guy and then you work your way up to sales clerk and then you're CFO and then you're CEO and then you own the business and then what happens? The game isn't over. That game is over, but you're playing the infinite game and the infinite game means you still have life to live. As long as you have to live life, you have to keep going, right? Same thing with weight loss. I'm losing weight. I'm losing weight. I'm, I've, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. And then what happens when you lose 20 pounds? You still have your life to live. The game doesn't end. You don't get to go, okay, cool. Lock it in. I'm done now. No. You start working out at the gym. I'm going to work out until I can hip thrust 500 pounds. And you start at five pounds and that's so far to go. And you keep going and you keep going and you get there. And what happens when you finally hit that number? You want more or you don't. But whatever happens is you keep going because, again, we are playing the infinite game. And again, it can be sort of scary when you think about it like that, but it can also lead us to an abundance mindset of understanding that, oh, I always get another try. There's always tomorrow. There's always more. It's not like I have to be afraid, like I have to get everything perfect because today is my last day. This is the only shot that I get. When I understand that there is infinite possibilities, there are infinite chances and infinite tries and infinite goes until you're dead. And then when you're dead, none of this matters anyway. So until that point, it is infinity. You have nothing but options, nothing but opportunity, nothing but chances ahead of you. And that is such a freeing thing to understand because the worst thing that happens is you fail and you try again and you fail and you try again and you fail and you try again. And that's it. So we don't need to fear failure, right? But if we were in a real finite game, a game that did have an end, right? If I'm playing a game of football and no matter what, the clock stops at 60 minutes and there's five minutes left, then I do have to be afraid, right? Because it's like, okay, crap, I only have five minutes. I have to do something within those five minutes, right? If I lived in a world where I got $1,000 and that was the only $1,000 I could ever get and I was down to my last $10, then yes, I do have to be afraid when I'm down to the last $10 because those are finite that is scarcity, right? There is a scarce amount of time in that football game. There is a scarce amount of money in that world. But that's not the world that we live in. That's not the reality that you and I are in right now. To give an example from my own personal life, when I first became a personal trainer, I got hired at a gym here in Brooklyn called Harbor Fitness. And I was one of about six trainers on staff. There were about 2,000 members at this gym. And when I started training, I quickly understood that I was in competition with those other trainers, right? There's only 2,000 people and there's six other trainers and not all 2,000 people want personal training and yada, yada, yada. Any client that one of the other trainers gets is a client that I'm not going to get. And therefore, I am in direct competition with those other trainers on staff. While I had this mindset... I got no clients. I tried and I tried and it never worked for me. And then I learned from a seminar that I was at. Um, It was a personal training seminar. It was mostly about fitness. But one of the things that the speaker mentioned was that he said, the other trainers in your gym are not your competition. The couch is your competition. There are always more people 
who need your help than you could ever help. And always remember that. And that really struck a chord with me and that resonated with me because I understood in that moment, like, oh, those other trainers are not my competition. We are all fighting the same battle. We are all trying to help people. And when I understood that, I'm like, okay, we can all do better. A rising tide raises all ships. So rather than trying to compete with them, I started talking to them, right? I started asking, hey, what's working for you? How are you getting all these clients? How are you keeping them? What are you learning? What are you reading about? And I started to learn from them and share with them as well. And because of that, because I was no longer afraid of competing with them, and I understood that there was infinite clients, that there was always more people that I could help, that there were always going to be more people who needed help with their fitness, more people than I could help or that any of other trainers at that gym could ever help, that allowed me to see things differently. And because of that, that came into my sales pitches and my sales tactics because when you live in scarcity any salesperson will tell you and understand when I say salesperson I mean any job or person that has to live with and deal with sales and that's everyone we all are selling at the end of the day when you are selling from a place of scarcity people can tell and they don't like it and they won't buy from you right so when I was trying to sell a personal training package to a new client and I didn't have any clients and I was so like stuck on being like, oh, I need to get this sale. I need to get this sale because I was so worried about the money and I needed the money to come in. And I was like, I, I really need it. I, I reeked of desperation. It was like I was, these people felt like I was trying to take advantage of them. You know, they, they, they would be like, oh, no, no, thank you. I'm all right. Once I started to live in abundance and understood that, okay, even if this person doesn't buy for me, I have a million other shots after that. Someone's got to buy for me eventually. And then it took so much pressure off. I didn't feel like I had to sell them and that allowed me to just be me and that allowed me to sell honestly rather than trying to use some type of weird sales tactics or something. I was just quite honest with people. I'm like, listen, I can help you and you're here because you need help and I can help you and I want you to be healthy and I want you to be fit and happy and this is what we need to do and blah, 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 blah. And lo and behold, six months later, not only was I fully booked with clients, I was the number one salesman, not only in my gym, but my in my entire company. And I sold more training in my company, in my gym, than all the other trainers in my gym combined, right? And that came through me understanding that there was always more out there, that it was abundance and there was never a need for me to fear the other people. There was never a need for me to scratch and claw for a single sale when I would have so many more chances down the road. So that change from that scarcity mindset to the abundance mindset is what freed me from the fear of being like, oh my God, I have to make the sale to being like, okay, like I would like the sale, of course, but I would like to help you. That's what was the switch, right? Me being able to say to them, hey, listen, I want to sell you this training package, not because I need to sell it, not because I'm in scarcity, but because I want to help you because The world is full of people and I want to help as much as possible. I want to give as much as I can because there's no reason not to. And that resonated with people. People could feel that. They could feel my energy. You can hear my voice switch. I don't even like talking about that time, right? But the way I talk about it now, that abundance was so real and it allowed me to be free and to get out of that fear of scarcity. And that allowed me to shift and was a major turning point in my life because it changed everything about the way I looked at the world, right? It's super simple. 
a scarcity-minded person thinks that the pie is fixed, right? There's a there's a fixed amount of pie, and if someone else takes a piece of that pie, that means it's less pie for me. That's the classic definition of a scarcity mindset, right? If one of the other trainers gets a client, that's less clients for me. If you take a piece out of the pie, that's less for me to eat. Abundance is understanding that the pie is infinite, that everyone can eat as much as they want, and someone else eating does not take anything away from me. And I should want them to eat because... Like I said before, a rising tide raises all ships. Someone else who's full and happy is better for me. I want to live in a world full of people who are full and happy. So I don't want to eat more if it means someone else can't eat. I want to eat as much as I can, and I want them to eat as much as they can because that is a better world, and that's the place that we want to live in. And that is the truth of where we live. That is the truth of the world. Understand that this goes to money as well. If you can understand this about money, it will be so freeing. Money is not real, right? Money is printed. During the pandemic, they just released like $2 trillion or something. They just made it out of air. Money can come and go, and it will continue to come and go, right? It's hard when you're broke to, to, to think about it this way, but money is just energy. Just like you're tired one day and you're full of energy the other, well, you can be broke one day and then full of money the other because... Money comes and money goes, but it's only when you allow it to go that it will come back, right? If you love something, let it let it free is the, is the old saying. I don't think they were talking about money, but it's the truth because, again, when you don't feel that way, when you feel the opposite, when you're like, no, like Paul's crazy. I don't care what he says. Like I can't, you know, I, I can't live like that. I have to, you know, this is my money. This is my life. Again, you're scared, and when you're scared, you're closed off from opportunity. That's the point, Right? It's not that money is magically going to come to you. It's that when you allow yourself to understand that it's not the end of the world and that money will come in some way and just be open to new experiences and opportunities, then that is what allows more money, more experiences, more whatever to come to you, right? When I was stuck in scarcity and I was stuck using this uh, sales script that I had been taught because I thought I needed to make the sale and because... The person who trained me taught me this is how you sell personal training. You say these are the benefits. This is what you do. This is what you get. This is how much it is. And I didn't make any sales, but I was so stuck on it. I was like, well, I, I just need to keep trying. I just need to keep plugging away and using this thing. But when I understood, I'm like, okay, like there's going to be more chances. And I that freed me to try my own thing and get and develop my own style and my own unique selling proposition. And that allowed me to be myself. And when myself came out, that's when I became successful. Right? So when you're so stuck in scarcity, you don't allow yourself to see the possibilities of what could be outside of this. Because again, you're scared. And when we're in fear, we're in survival mode. Scarcity is survival. It's, it's, it's fight or flight. Right? You're literally in survival mode and you're not going to be able to see anything else at a literal biological level. What happens when we're, when we're in survival mode? Your pupils... They, they get super tight and your, your heart rate elevates and your, your blood vessels dilate and your, your grip gets tighter. You're in this state of like, okay, like I, of, of high alert, high, you know, like you're, you're paying attention to one sp specific thing, right? If you're uh, in that fight or flight mode, your, vi your field of vision narrows, your peripherals get cut off and that's a, that's a survival tactic, right? So that you're brain can pay attention to what's dangerous, right? This goes back to when you're, you know, if you're a, a hunter-gatherer on the savanna, you needed to pay attention to where the tiger was coming from. So your peripheral vision gets cut off. But in the real world, 
we need that peripheral vision. And I mean this literally and metaphorically. We need that vision to be able to see other options. We need to be creative. We need to see other things rather than what's directly in front of us. Outside of the box thinking is where the greatest solutions come from for our problems. But when we're in a scarcity, fear-based mindset, we don't allow that to happen. So we need to accept and embrace a world of abundance and that frees our brain to go, okay, I'm not dying. I'm not in any direct danger right now. Let's see. Let's take a step back. Let's breathe. And let's see what are some other maybe not obvious solutions to the problem at hand, but things that actually could help. There's a great parable, I don't know, story, uh, tale, I don't know, in a book I read, a book about Buddhism, and I've spoken about this before, but basically this old story goes, you spend your life climbing this mountain, and you put all your energy into climbing the mountain, you're climbing the mountain, you're climbing the mountain, you're just trying to get to the top of the mountain, and it's so hard, and you want to give up, and finally, after years and decades of climbing, 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 You get to the top of the mountain and you stand up proudly to look out and see what's finally at the top of this mountain that I just worked so hard to climb for. And what do you see? More mountains. And that's life. There's just more, right? That's the infinite game in a nutshell. If we spend all of our time and energy getting to the top of one mountain thinking that that's the end, we are going to be sadly mistaken. And that's scarcity because we think that we're like, oh, well, I just need to get to the top of this mountain so I can, you know, everything will be different at that point and I can't use all of my stuff because I have to get to the top of this mountain and I have to do it in just this perfect way or I have to make sure that it happens in the way that I thought. But when you understand that, there's another mountain after that and another mountain after that and another mountain after that. Now it becomes like, okay, like eh, maybe I get to this one a little slower. Maybe I get to this one a little faster. Maybe I peak this one uh, in a different style or I try something different. So again, these scarcity, abundance and finite and infinite games, they go hand in hand because it's kind of the same thing. We have to understand that there's always more out there. There is infinite possibilities for better or for worse. Sometimes it's frustrating. Again, I've already said, sometimes you're like, I just want this to be done. I want to climb to the top of the mountain to get to the top of the mountain. But unfortunately, that's just not how it is. So we can kick and scream all we want, or we can embrace the fact that no matter how good you do or how bad you do, you get another chance tomorrow. You can have the best day ever today. And tomorrow, you got to wake up and do it all over again. Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors, has a saying, you got to chop the wood and carry the water every single day. It doesn't matter. Go to sleep, wake up the next morning. What do you got to do? You got to chop the wood and carry the water back to the cabin. That's it. doesn't matter. You brought brought it all today. What do you got to do tomorrow? Chop the wood and carry the water every single day. It doesn't matter. So again, that can seem frustrating and maddening to a sense where it's like, okay, I have to keep doing this every single day. Yes, you do. But again, that should be freeing because now it's like I can try a million times. I can mess up. I can try it this way today. And if that doesn't work out, I can try it another way tomorrow. That is the abundance mindset to a T because now it's like, oh, I don't have to get it perfectly today. I talk about this in pretty much every podcast that perfection is the the biggest enemy of them all because perfection doesn't exist. And when I try to be perfect, that gets me stuck in scarcity. 
It's like, well, I have to get it perfect, and since it can't be perfect and I only have this one try, I can't do it, and then we never try. Whereas if I understand that, A, there's no such thing as perfection, and B, I get infinite shots at this. There's another day tomorrow and another day tomorrow and another day after that. It's like, oh, all right, not only I don't have to get it perfect, and I can keep trying and I can keep iterating and make it 1% better every day and 1% better every day adds up to be thousands of percent better over the course of a few years and that's where I need to be. The reason I am harping on this so hard is because this is what stops people. So many times in my career as a personal trainer, I would hear people say things like, oh, can you just tell me the best workout to do? And I'm like, just go work out. Just go exercise because you know what? You can do it forever and you have to do it forever and you will do it forever. If you're going to be healthy for the rest of your life, you're going to be exercising for the rest of your life. It's the opposite of scarcity. It's abundance. You have infinite tries at exercising. So don't overthink getting it perfect, right? Like trying to find the perfect workout is so rooted in scarcity because it's like, well, I have to get it right now. Like why? How old are you? 20s, 30s, 40s? You got 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years left of exercising. Why, why the big rush to get it so perfect today? It only makes sense to do that if we have a finite amount of tries, if we have only a few days left or whatever, but that's not the case. There is no last shot. <laughs> you get to keep going. So my challenge to you, my action step for today is to try to think of an area in your life where you may have been holding yourself back due to a scarcity mindset. What is something that you know you could or should improve in, but you kind of have stopped yourself from really diving in because of a fear of lack, a fear of a lack of options, a lack of opportunity, a lack of time, a lack of whatever, some something that where you've lacked in there. So think about that. And Grab a piece of paper if you're hand, if you have one handy. If you're driving, then probably don't. Uh, but maybe you can dictate to Siri or something like that. But here's a activity that you can do to try to break out of this scarcity mindset and get yourself moving towards abundance. So pick a goal, whatever thing that you want to work on. Again, it could be fitness. It could be money. Is a big one. A lot of people have scarcity mindsets around money. Maybe starting a business. Maybe you know investing in something. Think about whatever that thing is. And I want you to think about the absolute worst case scenario, three of the absolute worst possibilities that could happen if you go all in on this thing or try it and it fails and completely flames out completely. Right? So I could lose all my money. I could be humiliated in front of my peers, I could get fired from my job because I was working too much on my side hustle. Let's say those are business examples maybe and I wasn't paying attention to my job so now I've burned out on my side hustle and I've burned out on my uh, and I got fired from my job. And then on the other side of the paper, right, the three things that are absolutely pie in the sky dreams. I become the next Elon Musk billionaire to the stars. I change the world with an invention that allows people to telepathically talk with dogs. Maybe that's what your thing is. I don't know. Whatever the thing is, right? So now you have the three absolute worst possibilities and the three absolute best possibilities. Now look at both of those things and understand that 
none of those are probably going to happen, right? Because altogether, we usually catastrophize far too much. And we usually have too big of dreams that probably aren't going to come true anyway, but we can still work towards them because we're going to get more and more tries. And the point of the catastrophe side is to understand that look at any of those things and what if that really happened? Think about really picture in your head, where would you be? How bad off would you be? Would your life be over? Would you die? Would you lose your kids or something like that? Because if that's the case, then maybe don't. But if the worst thing that's going to happen is I'm going to go broke searching for my dreams. And that's, again, a high probability that that won't happen. And again, I have infinite possibilities after that. Then maybe it's worth trying. So the next step is to write the three most probable outcomes that you can do right now. Meaning... If I start working on my business right now, what are the most probable outcomes that will happen this week? Probably not any of that stuff. Probably not going to get fired from your job this week. Probably not going to lose all your money. You're probably not going to be the next Elon Musk this week. So now we see that in reality, because things happen on such a small scale, we don't have to be afraid of those huge big swings, right? Huge change does not happen tomorrow. It happens compound interest over time. And that's why we can't be scarcity minded because again, if I think that I only have that one chance and I have to swing to the fences and it's either that extreme of losing everything or that extreme of going but big huge win to the moon, then that's a very scary thing. And I, I I, probably won't even take that swing because those are too big too big of a chance for me to take, right? If, if one option is, is completely burning out and losing everything, then I will never take that chance. But when I understand the more probable options are that I have a little amount of success or a tiny amount of failure, neither of those are too bad for me, right? I can go, okay, like if the worst thing that's going to happen this week is that I – work a little harder and watch net, watch less Netflix because that's what it would take for me to work on my business and it doesn't go anywhere. But the best thing that's going to happen is I work a little harder, I watch net, less Netflix and I move myself a little bit towards my business and I finish a logo or I finish a podcast episode or I finish a blog that I really wanted to work on, then neither of those options are that bad to me. And I'm like, okay. And then I understand that because this is not – a scarcity world, this is an abundant world, what do I get? I get another try after that. And then I can iterate that again and again and again and again. And I can continue this thought pattern and this thought process and realizing that scarcity is what keeps me stuck because it keeps me thinking that I have to go big or go home. I have to go into this all-out diet. Oh, it's January 1st. It's time to change everything and diet and exercise seven days a week or whatever because I only have to do it now. And that's scarcity, scarcity coming right? I have to learn all about the business because this is my, my last chance. And because I have to do this, I'm going to invest all this money. And if this is all I have, and uh, again, scarcity, what if it's just like, okay, I'm going to just try what works today and then see how it works. And then I'll try again tomorrow. And then I'll try again the next day. And then I have 365 chances to make tiny incremental change this year. See how that works for you and see if it helps you think 
of things differently and start to see things differently. All right, remember, we live in a world of abundance. We live in the infinite game. You can't beat this game if you tried. There is no end. There's no end in sight, my friend. For better or for worse, we're here for the long haul. So embrace it, right? Remember, it's neither of those. It's it's not the the, the worst, the, the, that side of the paper with the three worst things, that's not going to happen. And the th side of the paper with the three best things is probably not going to happen at least right away. So put in the middle those realistic things that are probably going to happen and just see how bad would that be because it's probably not going to be that bad worst thing that's going to happen is like ah i wasted some time got it you got a lot of that <laughs> you know i you know i wasted a few hundred dollars on on facebook ads and it didn't pan out for me okay learning experience you learn and you grow there's always more there's always more to do there's always more to grow Stop staying stuck in scarcity and grow into abundance. All right, that's it for today. I am off of this. I hope that this helped. As always, as I implored you to do in the beginning of this episode, share this with a friend who might be stuck in some scarcity themselves. Share it with someone who needs to understand abundance and the infinite game. Click my Instagram, my LinkedIn, my Facebook in the show notes and connect with me. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to see you screenshot this and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to share it with my followers to show your support that you're supporting me and I'm supporting you because if you're listening to this, please know that I do love you. And thank you for tuning in. I will see you next week. As always, stay healthy and stay happy. <laughs>